Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Business Basics Podcast. This is my first ever episode. Very exciting. Before we get into all the business basics, let me just introduce myself a bit. My name is Chloe. Um, I own my own clothing, online clothing boutique called Coco Dream. I live in New Jersey and yeah, um, owning a boutique is a big passion of mine. It's something like I always wanted to do and that's actually why, what a fun fact, that's why I named my business Coco Dream because Coco is like kind of my nickname, not really, but some people call me it, like my family. So it's Coco's Dream, you know, get it? So it works, and I just liked how the name went together. But that's a little bit about me. So now, obviously, you'll hear a lot about me through the whole podcast, but that's like a little introduction. So now let me tell you about my business. So as I said, it is an online clothing boutique. If you don't know, it is shopcocodream.com. Go check it out. Use code COCO for an extra discount. Okay. Anyway, so... Let me just tell you a little bit how I started it. So, okay, the first, the first thing I did was last summer, I wanted to start selling stuff. And like, you know, I've always been that type of person that just like thinks of an idea and is like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. And I want to sell it because I love business. Like, I just love the idea of it. It's just so fun to me. I don't know why. So I had a slime business, I had a baking business, photography business, a lotion business, a bracelet business, a necklace business. I had it all. You know, the slime was my favorite because those were the days. But on another note, I last year during the summer, during quarantine, I was bored, as was everyone else. But I was like, you know what? T-shirts and like summer cute t-shirts were super trendy. They still are. But I was like, you know what, I want to start selling those and like making my own, designing them. So I found out how you do it. It's with a Cricut. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Pretty simple. But um, I bought a Cricut and basically I just started and it was super fun. And then I started selling like sweatpants and masks and other t-shirts that I designed. Very simple designs, like nothing extravagant. I was just designing them, like, on the Cricut website, so, like, it was super simple, but um, I started doing that. It was called Shop Clothes by Chloe, Um, and I honestly did not get many sales. Like, I maybe got five, okay, but then I was like, you know what? This could be really fun, and I wasn't ready to give up just yet, so I started... um, I started making TikToks and, like, posting on Instagram more consistently. And one of my TikToks kind of blew up. Still not really, but it got, like, 20,000 likes, which was, like, huge for me. I was, like, crying. It was amazing. But from that, I got so many orders, especially for, like, my star sweatpants. If you don't know what those are, they're still on my website. I mean, I don't sell them really anymore. I was selling a ton of them back then, but, like... Not so much anymore. But I was selling, like, a ton of those at the time. Basically, that's all I was selling. A few t-shirts here and there. Actually, a ton of masks, too. But I, it got to the point where, like, I couldn't even 
do it through Instagram DM anymore. That's how I was doing it. Like, it was super not official, like, anything. I wasn't even a real business. It was kind of just, like, a little thing I was doing. But it got to the point where I had to make my own website because I was like, this is too much for my little Instagram DMs, you know? Like, I couldn't handle it. And so um, I did that, and I made my website whoa i mean my website shopclosedbychloe.com it no longer exists but she was pretty ugly i'm not even gonna lie to you it was really bad and then i just kind of continued to do that for a while and i tried to create like other products with my cricut but it got to the point where i was like you know what i really want to create and not create but sell real products like products that I would want to buy for my wardrobe that aren't just made from the Cricut. And another factor of it was like, it was so high maintenance to make all of these things. Um, and like, it was just so hard because you had to make all of them. And it, 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 I don't know, I don't know. it was just complicated, but I wanted to basically expand. So what I did was I went on YouTube and I looked up how to start an online clothing boutique. And I watched a ton of videos from this girl. I don't know her name, but her business is like Milk and Bone, I think. And this was last October. And I watched like a ton of her videos and they were super helpful just for like basic knowledge on how to start your own business, which I will get into. Don't you worry. Um, But from there, I like brought it up to my dad and I was like, you know, this is something that I think I would really work hard in, like something I'm super passionate about and something I really want to do. What do you think? And at the time, I had a little bit of savings from like another photography thing I was doing. So I basically used that money to um, start my business, I guess. Um, You really like literally don't need a lot of money to start a business depending on what you want to do for what I wanted to do I needed a little bit more but before I even got into spending any money um we basically came up with a business plan so that is the first step that I would say any business you want to start um write a business plan so this is like this is a lot of things but I would say I used excel and google docs like literally simple things that everyone has um and write down everything you need write down your niche which is if you don't know what that is I'm sure you do but what you want to sell like who you're selling to and what specific style you have is it modern is it vintage stuff like that and you also definitely want to write down your goals so where you want to be in a month where you want to be in six months where you want to be in a year two years so I still use that today It's only been less than a year since I've done that and since I really started my business, but like I definitely still use that today and I look back at it all the time to see like what my goals were, if I'm achieving them, all that. Um, But the main thing is how you're going to get there. Like where is this money even coming from? Um, Like you're going to be spending money to start a business, so you need, especially if you're like if you need a living for yourself, like you need to come up with a way that you're going to get the money back, I guess, and basically guarantee that you're going to get it. For me, if you don't know this, I'm only 15, and a lot of people think I'm older, which I get because I I mean, I do a lot of things that a normal 15-year-old would do, but at the same time, like, 
I guess I don't. Um, I don't know. But for me, like, I didn't really need to make a living for myself. It was more like an exciting project that I really, really wanted to do. So, um, for me, it was more about like, not guaranteeing that I'll make the money back. That was really it for me. Like, I really obviously wanted to make the money back plus profit, but it was more about like the learning experience for me. I think that was super important. Um, so I kind of had the mindset, like, even if it fails, you know, like I'm still learning from this and it's still such a great experience. Um, and obviously you're probably going, if you're buying like, I don't know, 30 shirts or whatever, you're, you're probably going to sell one. So you have that guaranteed, but you really do need to plan out all of these specifics. And then I have like five, five business questions for you that you should definitely think about before you even start your business. So here they are. Number one, why are you starting your business? So for me, I'm going to tell you the questions and then I'm going to tell you how I would answer them when I was starting. So for me, why I was starting my business was, okay, so as I said, I had my shop closed by Chloe and that was super fun for me. And it was like such a fun project, but it wasn't something that I saw growing super big. And for me, a dream of mine is to have my own successful, large business. And I've always loved clothing. Like I just think it's so fun. I love making outfits So for me, why I was starting my business was because I wanted to create something that I would buy from, basically. Like, basically, the clothes that I sell, when I buy them, I think, would I buy this from another business? So for me, it was about creating a business that I would buy from. Like, yeah, that's basically that. Um, Number two, where are you going to get the money from? So as I said, I was doing a photography project at the time where I was getting some money from. So I was using that money to start my business. And um, when I had originally written down my business plan, it was a lot more money than I even had at the time. Like I didn't have a ton of money, but I just narrowed it down so that I was able to start the business using what I had. So I think that's super important when you're starting a business. You definitely want to base what you're doing off of what the money you have because you don't want to be in debt, obviously. Um, And I didn't really want to like get any investors or anything like that. I just didn't want to have that burden on my shoulder. But if that's something you're interested, you can definitely look into that as well. Um, Number three, what do you enjoy and what are you good at? So for me, what do I enjoy business as a whole? The thought of buying and selling and people supporting me and wanting to buy from me was just so exciting to me and like fun. And I don't know, like something about it. If you are a business owner, like you can definitely relate to this. Like there's just when you get an order, it's like the most exciting thing in the world. Like literally my entire body just like is so excited when I get an order. Um, so for that, and also what am I good at? I think I always have that business mindset just because, as I said, I've had like little tiny like businesses as a nine-year-old, um, like my slime thing. But even then, I still had the business mindset. Like 
I was about the packaging and like making sure the quality was good, getting reviews, like even though it was just a little tiny thing. So I think from the business side of things, even if I'm not 100% sure how to do the financial side, like I have the mindset of it, if that makes sense. I don't even know if that makes sense, but you get what I'm saying, kind of. Um, number four, if your business completely failed, would you be okay with it? So this one was literally huge for me because even today when I spend a dollar on something for my business, whatever it is, it's like you're spending the money you're making. You need to think, whoa, okay, this is still a risk, even if it's something small. So in the beginning, that's like the biggest risk I had. I was like, well, I'm spending so much money. This is really scary. But what do I do if it fails? And for me, as I said, I'm 15. It's okay if it fails. Like, um, it was more about like the learning experience for me at first. And so when I, I guess, was starting my business, I was okay with it failing, I guess. Like, I didn't want it to fail, obviously, but if it did fail, I would be okay. And I would just move on, I guess. And honestly, I'd probably still keep trying because that's just who I am. But it, for me, it was okay if it failed. But if you're somebody that's like, if this fails, that's not okay, then just rethink your business plan. Rethink everything you wrote down, what you asked yourself, all that stuff, and just kind of reevaluate. Um, and number five... How are you going to grow your business? So for me, I had absolutely no idea. Honestly, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like uh, use social media. But I wasn't even sure how. So this was this is like huge for me now because influencing and like influencers in general are becoming so huge. And I think that's really cool. Like, I just think that is so cool to be paid for being some like doing something you love being an influencer um so at first I kind of had no idea and I really wasn't trying to grow my business that much it was more word of mouth in my area but then I started using Instagram and TikTok more and I really saw how powerful it can be and I really just kind of went with that like as soon as my one TikTok blew up I was like okay I'm gonna post a TikTok every single day because that's what's working for me and I post on Instagram every single day now and yeah like I'm super super consistent with social media now I try to post at least two to three times a week on TikTok just because those are a little bit more time consuming and I have a lot of things going on in my life so it's like always hard to be able to film those videos but for Instagram I post every single day sometimes twice so that is super important to me social media in general and before, like when I was first starting, I didn't even think about like working with influencers. I had no idea that they can charge money. Like that is insane to me. And I think that is so great and cool. But I didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, wow. When I found that out, like when I, I guess, worked with my first influencer that charged money and showed me through their media kit, I was like, this is insane. I would never, ever pay for that. But now I'm like, that is worth it. Like it's a lot of money but they're going to help you to get it back. So you really, it's a lot of trial and error when working with influencers because it is so much like you don't know if it's going to work out or not. And sometimes you pay big money for influencers 
and they're the ones that get you the lease sales like so it's it's a lot and i want to do like a whole episode on that because that i could talk about for hours like working with influencers social media all that and yes so i think like how you're going to grow your business knowing that to begin with is so important because for a while i wasn't growing at all and now i find myself growing every single day so definitely that's something that i needed to work on more in the beginning and i didn't so if you are starting a business figure out how you're going to grow your business and i think today people are a lot more aware of it even than i was last year like last year i don't think influencers were as pop like there weren't as many of them as there are now which is so crazy because it's such a short time span but like at the same time it's grown so fast like the influencer community so maybe even if i started my business now maybe i would be more of aware of that um but then i just wasn't so yeah that's something i really did need to work on but now i want to get into the turning point i guess of when i knew i wanted to expand my business so as i said multiple times i was selling t-shirts sweatpants masks that i was making and something inside me was just telling me like this is not enough not that it wasn't enough but i could do more and i wanted to do more like i was having so much fun with what i was doing but i desperately wanted to do even more and so this is where it gets kind of complicated because I had to file as a business. I had to figure out how wholesale clothing works. I had to find brands that I want to buy from. I had to do so many things. And that's what I'm going to get into now. So the first step, as I said, write out your business plan. Do not continue if you do not plan out everything you are going to do step by step, how you're going to get there, where you're going to get the money from. If you don't plan that out, it's all just a big confusion and you don't know where you're going you're just spending money without knowing where you're getting it from who's it going to how much am i making how much am i spending plan that out that is my number one tip to you after that i had to file as a business and honestly it is a complicated process i needed a lot of help um but i did it And it was a very exciting and proud moment for me. I'm super proud of the fact that I was able to do that, Um, especially at 15. I'm super proud of that. And yeah, after that, it was figuring out every step because when you're starting, you have no idea what you're doing. You've never done this before and that's with anything. But with this, it's like so complicated, especially being a clothing business and buying from wholesalers it's very complicated. Um, so I found wholesalers that I really liked and still buy from them today. Like they're amazing. Um, and I bought a few pieces because for me, I didn't know how this was going to go. Like I had no idea. And I was really trying to build up the process of like, oh my gosh, guys, like soon Coco Dream will be a thing. I will have real clothing, like get ready. And that's like a huge business thing, like building up what you're going to do. So people get excited, Um, even with sales and new arrivals and stuff like that. I still do it today. Um, But I started that and people were getting excited. So I was like, okay, 
this is great. Like, I still don't know how this is going to go, but I'm excited that other people are excited, I guess. I don't even know. Like, I was so confused. Um, but I didn't buy much inventory because I was so unaware of what I was doing. I mean, I knew what I was doing, but it was all so new to me that, like, I didn't know how much was going to sell, how much I was going to make. And that's another thing that's, like, really trial and error. Like, you need to figure out what people like, how much they're going to buy, especially as you grow. Um, so that was super big. But I started with a very, very small amount of inventory, and a lot of it sold. Because I was super unaware of how pricing works around then. So a lot of my products were really underpriced, but that's okay, um, especially at first. Um, that's a lot of trial and error, too, like figuring out how to price your products, I guess. Um, so, yeah, after that, another one of my TikToks blew up in December, I think, or November, don't remember. But after that, I was like, wow, I need to buy a warehouse. I need to buy all this stuff, not a warehouse, but I was like, I'm like selling out of everything. And that's super, super important to note that when something blows up, you're going to make a bunch of sales especially on tiktok like tiktok is so helpful it has helped me so much but it's taken me a really really long time to realize that if i blow up on tiktok that's not going to last forever so as i was selling out i was buying tons and tons of inventory and that's a bad move because if you're gonna if you know you're gonna sell it that's great you know you're gonna sell it buy it take that risk but i had the mindset of this constant sales and constant interaction with my business is going to keep lasting and it's not because that tiktok is going to be viral for a few days but what about after that and i was stuck with that inventory for a long time and that was a huge learning thing for me like i think i learned so much from that more i was more excited about learning that than i was about all the sales i was getting and I was so excited about those sales. I was like, wow, this is so amazing. This is so exciting. But I really did need to learn that, like, that's not going to last. Like, that's very, very exciting. But after that, your TikTok isn't going to keep blowing up, I guess. So that was a huge learning moment for me. But now I want to talk about how I went about expanding. So expanding on social media is so hard it is so hard because i don't want to get into a ton of the influencer stuff now because that could be a whole episode and i definitely want to do an episode like talking with an influencer i think that would be so cool and to get their side of the story um but from the business side of it that has been my number one thing working with influencers and posting consistently you always want to make sure that you're getting your name in people's minds 24-7. So that when they think, oh, I need a new skirt for this event, I'm going to. Coco Dream. I know they have you I know they have cute skirts. Why don't I look there? So that has been super big for me. But the main thing that I would say is like it takes time to learn how social media works from a business side because my dad was able to help me with a lot of the financial part of things and like all that. But for social media I mean, he didn't really know much about it, and that was up to me. And I was doing a lot of the financial stuff too, but the social media part was, like, my main thing that I was, like, super, super focused on. 
Um, and I still am today, like, even more. And so, again, I was saying, like, it was so crazy to me that, like, you can pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for somebody to promote your product. But now I'm like, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense because you could get that much money back from it. Like, it's insane. So that's been a huge, huge, huge learning process. And I've learned so much from that. And I've also learned, like, I guess the the positives and no, not the positives. That made no sense. The overall benefits of working with micro-influencers compared to big influencers, because micro-influencers are amazing, let me just say. They put so much time and like passion into their content and what they're doing for you. While I've worked with huge influencers that I've sent tons of product to and paid them, and I maybe got five followers from it. Like, it's just, it's crazy how much, like, micro-influencers are so much more effective. It all depends on the person. Like, I have to say that, but I've worked with so many amazing influencers and micro-influencers. And I think the community is even getting even bigger, which is great. And there are so many micro-influencers that are, like, so amazing. And I've worked with really, really, really amazing ones. And i Also, you have to work with influencers to learn that are going to rip you off. I've had one instance where I'm not even going to say the name because I don't want to shame them. But uh, no, I was going to say you can guess, but you can't guess. You would have no idea who this is, honestly. Um, They agreed to it. And at the time, I didn't have a contract or anything. It was a simple thing. And then they received the products and said, oh, I don't really feel like doing it anymore. And for me, as a small business, that was, like, infuriating. Not even just I was upset. I was, like, infuriated. I was, like, when you are putting so, so much, like, time and effort into what you're doing and then somebody just says that, it's, like, wow. Girl, wow. Like, don't. Just don't. Like, (laughs) I don't even know. But, you know, like, it was just so frustrating for me. And since then, I've created a contract. I've learned how to reach out to influencers, how to politely decline people that reach out to you that are just asking for free products and saying, like, send me stuff. I'll put it on my Instagram. No, like, a private account where you can't see any of their posts, can't see anything. Um, You don't know what they're going to do for you or, like, anything, basically. So I want to do an entire episode on that, talking about influencers from a business side. Per- blah. Influencers from a business side. Per- blah. My goodness, influencers from a business side perspective, and then another episode on influencers from the influencer side perspective. Because I know a ton of influencers that I think would want to definitely come on and talk about that because I think that's really interesting, and a lot of people could learn from that. But that is, like, a whole thing, and it's so cool to me. Like, I think it is so cool. I just think that when you work with somebody, like, let's say I were to work with Charlie D'Amelio, which would never happen. I know that, and that's okay. But let's say if I were to work with her, she would probably put me at my at at the bottom of something. And, you know, like, that's great, 
and that's she's a busy person and like she's doing a million things but that's not going to be as effective as, as somebody who's putting you on your on their story and in their feed and on their tiktok and talking about you and doing a try on haul like it's just it's amazing like how much you can probably get more from somebody with three thousand followers and somebody with like a million because that has happened to me um so yeah so that is all i pretty much want to talk about for this beginning episode because i kind of just wanted to go over some of the basics but i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you guys learned a little bit and i'm so excited about this i can't wait to have more guests on i want to have some small businesses and some bigger businesses and some influencers and yeah i'm really excited so i will see you guys in the next episode